How's it going, everybody? It's Evan, back with another week of the Life is Funny podcast, here with Josh as always. Josh, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. I mentioned to you before we got on the podcast, I feel that I have a self-diagnosed, uh, what did I call it? Sinus infection. Sinus infection, yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, because I've had like some pressure around my nose and above my eyebrows, and like hmm. it's been like in, I have, I don't know how to explain it. and my equilibrium's been off my equilibrium has been an off enough for the last week that i use the word equilibrium so much that it's been banned in our household um <laughs> so that ridiculous yeah. i know i know um so my equilibrium felt semi-normal today there was only like a couple times where it was off versus like last thursday I felt like my equilibrium was off like most of the day like i would get up and walk and it would feel like like my head was moving faster than my body is the best way I could describe it. <laughs> it was it's such a weird sensation. So yeah, I, I cannot it, properly describe it. Doesn't that have to do with like the liquid that's like somewhere in your ear or like but there's some like, something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like between your ear and your sinuses. And so like mm. I was told by somebody to like try to like pop my ears, like like mm-hmm do that and like it because it would help to shift that liquid around and so that helps sometimes and then like the other part of it is like, i might i might have tension headaches because like my <laughs> okay. left eye has been twitching a lot ever since then but i think that that's mm. related to the sinus thing yeah anyways i might also be a hypochondriac <laughs> like who knows like yeah you never know <laughs> so that's what's been going on with me no uh it was it was been a fun-ish week we got a lot of snow i think we have like 16 plus inches on the ground like and most of that's from the past like seven days um we hung out with some friends this weekend which was good um they have a cute puppy played with the puppy (laughs) um did do a little bit of a misstep on frugal february though Uh oh. i'll say that Mm -hmm. i did spend (laughs) twenty dollars um we we were driving uh, where were we going we were going to dinner at a Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant, which I did pretty good there. I didn't get the burrito that I would normally get, which is the expensive burrito. I got a far cheaper burrito. Um, okay. So I like that is my version of frugal February. Some people would have been <laughs> like, just don't go out to eat. But like, I want to spend time right. with my friends and hang out with them. Like, I don't like, want to give Mexican up my food life. food may very well be the least expensive food to make in your own home. <laughs> For sure. But they Rice wanted to go out to eat. Dirt cheap, but exactly. Okay, there you but go. they wanted to go yeah. out to eat and I didn't want to like be a Debbie Downer. So went out to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were driving past the casino and we had been talking with them about going to the casino for so long. Um, like we said like, oh, we need to go to the casino sometime and just like everybody spend 20 bucks, like just playing games and having fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so we were like, this would be a good time to go to the casino. And let me tell you, it, it was the perfect time because compared mm-hmm. to the last time that Lauren and I went to the same casino, which was like a year ago or more. Yeah, like, we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I won money that time. I didn't uh-huh. win any money this time. I'll just start there. Um, <laughs> but compared to that time, there was far, far less people, like probably, I don't know, 90% less people in my opinion. Makes sense. And yeah. then usually you can smoke in the casino, but now since you have to have a mask on, you can't smoke in the casino. So it was like- Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It was probably the best casino experience that I'll ever have because of those two factors. <laughs> but Well, I don't know. Cause you also lost, like I, I think we I should go back- I did lose $20. Yeah. Loyal listeners go back and listen to whatever podcast we talked about Josh going to the casino in. And I'm pretty sure that we both agreed that like you should never go again yeah and like probably. you know because you're never gonna like win that money no or like you're you're 100 lifetime like you're... yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, that's true so. i did but i went in with the intention of spending 20 dollars to play games <laughs> it's no different than like when you and i went and watched like you and i and know Lauren went we and say this all races. the time i know but, like... but you rolled your eyes at my spending of 20 dollars it's like only it's because cheaper. we already agreed that, I, like <laughs> i know it's cheaper than going to like dave and buster's or Chuck E. Cheese, though, if you just go in and spend 20 bucks. See, I feel like what we should start doing for sticking it to the man is not... I don't know. Like we should keep like a tally and like every month see like did the man come out on top or did the we come out on top? The man always comes out on top. Ex- yeah, if you freaking go give the man twenty dollars to okay, start the month fine. off. You know what? You know, I'm just gonna come off. I'm just gonna come off hard right now and say, first of all, Lauren and I went back to the same Wendy's, got two free frosties again. Good. That was awesome. And on Saturday morning, 
in true frugal February fashion, we went to one of our favorite breakfast breakfast places because we had a coupon for a free cinnamon roll. And you didn't even pay for roll. it. Yeah, it was <laughs> okay, free. Good. It was completely free. It was free with no purchase necessary. Okay, so, those are the, those are my type of deals. It was Good work. Big. I'm proud it was, of you. It's bigger than my face. Like, and wow. I got a big face. So <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, way to stick it to the man. I'm proud yeah, of you. It's a big um, sounds like the man did still come out on top, thanks to Probably. the twenty bucks. Yes. But um, you know, way to make the most of it. So. <laughs> Thank you. What about you? What have you been up to the past week in uh, Upper Iowa? Um, not a lot. It's been probably the busiest week, um, actually by far the busiest week since I've been here. We last okay. week was National Girls and Women's in Sports Day on okay. like February third. It was also National Football Signing Day, or at least for Division Two. I don't know if it was nationally or whatever. Sure. Um, so basically, we had to put out like, like just under a hundred. I think it was like seventy some videos throughout the week um, for because we had to do like one for every guy that got signed for the football team. Yeah. And then like one like six videos a day for five days. Um. So yeah, it was like sixty plus. <coughs> Um, I think between somewhere around 60 or 70 because there were some extra videos like, you know, around the edges of these things to like promote them. Did you edit these videos? Like how long were these? I have questions kind of, about so these like, like hundred videos because okay. that's a heck of a lot of content to produce and put out in yeah. one week if you did produce it and put it out in one week. We did absolutely all of that. So we did our filming like in a couple days the week before, yeah. like on Friday, Saturday or something or uh, like Thursday, Friday. And, um, yeah, the videos were, I don't know, between like 30 seconds and a minute kind of depended for each and it, one. Yeah. For like, oh so all the videos were different, but Ooh. it was kind of like putting them together. So I didn't like, I don't know. I, I edited, but I used premiere for the first time, like Adobe premiere pro, which yeah. is cool. It takes a minute to get used to it a little bit. Yeah. So like all I really had to do was kind of like cut and clip and snip and drag stuff together which yeah, i guess is editing nice. but it didn't feel it, like i was like doing anything too crazy yeah you know? it's it so. is editing but at least you didn't have to like stack a bunch of like sound design or something like that or edit mm -hmm. in a bunch of different like swooping transitions probably or anything like that from well yeah we we put a couple transitions but yeah nothing like nothing that was more than dragging you know an effect in and okay. things like that so that's good um yeah like it wasn't anything too wild but still a ton of content and on top of like a normal week a normal week's worth of work yeah. um and stuff like that so yeah that was exciting and then like things are just going to keep getting busier as like and spring colder. sports get started and colder yeah i've been so cold so that was on my list too so like i took a picture um i think it was maybe last friday or something like that but basically it was a day where um okay so yeah it was last wednesday but then also on thursday of last week every single day including the thursday that i took a picture of it had the like the temperature with the low in the negatives so like <laughs> it's it's been absolutely freezing um one night when i was going to bed i checked and it was negative 31 for a feels like um <sighs> so like yeah <laughs> like that's absolutely you should have boiled a pot of water and went outside and thrown it in the air that's the night i should have yeah i like that would have been the the time to do it except that would involve going outside in the negative <laughs> negative this is gonna kill you type of weather so yeah it's been pretty chilly um it's and kind of snowy actually this morning was super exciting so my, my monday morning started i woke up I made some breakfast. It was great. You know, a little brunch nice. action. Heck yeah. And then I walked outside and it had snowed a little bit over the, over the night. Like not much, like, yeah. you know, I don't know, like a sprinkle, like it covered some of the stuff that had been cleaned off, like my mm -hmm. car. Um, but that was about it. And then I promptly uh, slid all the way down right on my butt, the flight of stairs that leads out of my, my second store or second story, like front door, right to the, right to the, the ground. <laughs> you just need to get some snow and make it just like a sledding hill just no i convert. like honestly i it could have been way way worse and like it was way quicker so like i got down those stairs quicker than i've ever gotten down them. <laughs> and it, it the worst part so my roommate and i have joked about how um you know hey like if you hear a loud thud like you know to come help me or something Did he and come i texted help you? him afterwards <laughs> no i was like hey like i know we joke about it but if you heard like a, a cup a thud or multiple thuds for every step that i you know boom, 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 boom. <laughs> um, like that hey i'm okay so the worst part about it maybe is that our neighbor had just like pulled in so he watched me like absolutely <laughs> like eat crap and slide did he down say anything 
he said like hey are you okay and i was like yeah those bad boys are treacherous (laughs) (laughs) so it hurts my 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 jeans didn't rip which is great i was worried about that my friend the one the one casualty i like my butt it was kind of sore my back kind of hurt but it feels okay now we'll see how tomorrow morning is but my frosty key tag broke off of my key Your ring old frosty key tag that you can't yeah. even use anymore <laughs> exactly but it was decorative Jeez. and kind of like you know yeah. memorable so well, and you could probably I, use that one still but it wouldn't be mm-hmm. in true fashion of yeah like, and it, it would involve uh driving like an hour or so probably that to the nearest Wendy's. So. Ideal. that wouldn't be ideal at all i will say yeah. you're lucky that you don't carry your phone in your back pocket because when i don't have on like dress slacks now mm-hmm. my phone is pretty much always in my back pocket so like had i fallen down those stairs like that my phone would be broken for sure yeah that that would have been an issue so i i don't i don't i don't have much going on in the old you know the old trunk back there (laughs) thank you keep it yeah keep it pretty low key i wish i had some more padding though um so i might have to work on that personally or something (laughs) (laughs) something like that i don't know man but I made it. It was, you know, not the ideal way to start a Monday morning, but it's how yeah. my Monday morning started. So, okay. yeah, other than that, it's been watching the Super Bowl, which we did nice. um, on Sunday. Super, super lackluster, in my opinion. Not very super. Um, I, yeah, it was one of the only NFL games. I think it probably was the only NFL game that I watched from start to finish okay. um, this year. And it was not at all what I expected. Like so, and It was because, in my opinion, mostly because... Kansas City did not have their starting two tackles in. So Mahomes was all over the place, had so much pressure on him all night long. So it was like it didn't even feel like Kansas City could get an offense going because like mm-hmm. 31 points by uh, the Buccaneers, yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a decent score. But I feel like Kansas City could have competed with that if they had all their starting offensive linemen available. Yeah, so the problem, like, they had to move one of their starters to the other side, um, which, yeah, is, like, why that happened. But, yeah, it was definitely not the type of exciting, like, good game that it was supposed to be for the two best teams in football. Tom Brady Um, showed what he's best. Yeah, true. Real quick, though, like, because I was thinking about this today. I was thinking, oh, we could talk about how, like, you know, we we haven't really brought up how the Sports Bag podcast kind of died because of Josh um, and his, his... not inability yeah. to watch sports, but I don't know. Um, something rather. It's Anyways. pretty close to that. It's well, very no, clo- it's, like, it's if definitely it wasn't, not. I was, I was gonna, <laughs> if it wasn't that, like it was at least partially that. It is not an inability to watch sports. That's not like. <laughs> it it so was anyways, at one point. No, 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 no. Not at all. <laughs> anyways, anyways, anyways. Um, like I was like, okay, like Josh freaking shouldn't watch the Super Bowl. You know, like I didn't deserve it. Is that what you're saying? Like Like I didn't, I didn't earn it. I don't know why people would watch the Super Bowl like if they didn't actually really care about it. I mean, I I do, and I get watching for the commercials, and I get the like the other reasons. But like, yeah, for someone who is like so like, oh, I never, you know, don't care about sports. Like I don't have time to watch it. Like why would you? I care about sports. Like I just like have not (laughs) chosen. Like it as a priority in my life over the past year <laughs> since COVID started. Like uh-huh. I just haven't, and I yeah. I have no real reasoning for that. Cause like I typically on a, on a normal year before 2020, I would watch most Notre Dame football games. I would watch some NFL football games. I never in the past probably eight years have watched much NFL. Like I'll watch a game every now and then, but like not much. And then college basketball. Uh, it depends on the night. Like, I think it's more of just like over the past year, it hasn't, it didn't have anything to do with COVID. It had to do with like how my life changed over the past year hmm. in terms of like what I do in the evenings and on the weekends. Cause like previously there was, there, I had less things to do. So I had more time to watch sports, but like the past year has just been a very hectic, super busy year for me. So I don't That's know. It sounds excuse. like Lauren's Lauren's holding you back over there. <laughs> Might need uh, to cut your losses. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say holding me back. If anything, <laughs> she's helped me uh, come up with better uses of my time. Okay, than watching get out of here. You're so down full of crap. Anyways, that's not the point courts. of this. Absolutely ridiculous. That's like saying, you know, do you know what I do for a job and like a, a major and stuff like that? Mm. It's like saying, oh, that's you right. know, I that forgot. Makes, <laughs> yeah. I forgot. Anyways, not the point. You mentioned your favorite commercial um, being yeah. a car commercial, yeah. which 
there like okay so the ads this year for people that didn't watch it again super lackluster like nothing really stuck out to me there weren't like the classic super funny ads no it they was very passed up like, on those it was somber yeah like kind of somber and like you know, oh, like everybody, you know, we all are going to make this together and humanity and, yeah. you know, stuff everybody like that. Everybody was playing that that key. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to do better. We got oh, this. Oh, yes. Yep. Strumming the heartstrings for sure. Yeah. I really enjoyed the Will Ferrell uh, GE electric car commercial. Got away okay. with two cuss words um, in there. I was kind of surprised, but yeah. I'm a big Will Ferrell fan. <laughs> but the car commercial that you said that you were a fan yeah. of, I wanted to hear your thoughts on because I... Like that may have stuck out more than any other okay. other commercial for a whole different reason that you may not even know about or remember. Oh, interesting. So it was the Jeep commercial. I mm-hmm. think in part it stuck out because it was two minutes long. So like that it was very long. That yeah. in and of itself makes it stick out. I think it reminded me a lot of there was a Dodge truck commercial several Super Bowls ago that was like and like so god made a farmer i don't know if you remember that one or not but that is is my all-time favorite super bowl commercial that (laughs) one was um so like the jeep one just reminded me a lot of that just like in its tone and bruce springsteen and like i was reading a little bit about it today and like how bruce springsteen had always refused to do commercials like wouldn't even consider it and then Hmm. like his agent had been like there was a guy who's in charge of jeeps marketing who Mm -hmm. was trying to talk to bruce springsteen's agent for like years like i think 10 or more years trying to convince him to get bruce to do a commercial for them Hmm. like because he just felt like he would be a good spokesman for it for whatever reason sure sure and bruce just would never consider it but then they sent him the script for this and in under 24 hours he was like yep i'll do it and it was because it was because like they let him take that script and mold it into exactly what he wanted and have full creative Hmm. control over it which like now looking back at it and watching it again it's like okay it's kind of clear that like knowing the very little that i do about him like (laughs) that that would be like his type of commercial and stuff Mm -hmm. so i i it stood out to me just because like of all the commercials that were that like strumming on the heartstrings like bringing people together and stuff like trying to bring people together like i felt like that one did the best job of like doing it in a way that didn't feel like corny or fake Hmm. so all that's great but the most important reason that that commercial stood out is because i was almost in it Nuh-uh. If you know where that commercial oh. takes place, it is at, at the center of the contiguous United States yeah, in the middle of Kansas, yep. which I and Rachel stopped at when we did my trip to Utah. You stopped literally, there at the center we, of the... We stopped at the center, which you... is very near like the world's largest ball. Of, like our only two like stops and detours yeah. were the world's largest ball of twine, which we talked about on here. Mm-hmm. And then I, I am 99% positive. I mentioned going to the center of the contiguous you, United States. I think you did. Now that you mention it, did you go to that chapel or like see where that was? So we didn't go in it, but yeah, I have a you picture saw of it? the chapel. We have, we have a... You're basically uh, famous. <laughs> oh I know. So, so we went there in november is like when the pictures that we took are from and rachel looked up the commercial a little bit more so apparently bruce springsteen was a great pick because the jeep he drove in the commercial is actually his own so he's a jeep guy that makes sense why Um, the jeep has always been like trying to get him exactly exactly so that made sense but then they also filmed it in like late january so like you were just just a little off yeah, I was a little off, but also I'm pretty close. I could have gone. Um, yeah, yeah, so here... I wanted to go there. Like I told, I don't know if I told Lauren or just thought it in my head, but like I was thinking like it would be so cool to take like <laughs> pictures of that chapel. Like that okay. would be so cool. And look, at, I, will I tell know you, a guy is, who has. It is not super cool. Like there's the chapel. Okay, um, you could make it cool. It's the story about the picture. Like Right. No, that's the thing. So like <clears throat> Rachel and I have this little thing. It says like the sign says, welcome to the... Um, the geographical center of the 48 states. Nice. So like, that's yeah, so cool. it was very windy, very cold, totally middle of nowhere. So like, Worth it's basically it, right? there's like cornfields. Eh, I mean, it was like <laughs> out of the way, but again, so like our trip over to Utah, like we, I don't know, kind of missed all the really cool stuff of like going out West, like the grand Canyon. It's like, didn't quite get there. And like yeah. LA it's like Utah no, was super pretty quite. and Colorado was pretty like landscape wise. Yeah. But yeah, that's about it in Kansas was the ball of twine and then the, um, <laughs> the, c- the center of the U S. So nice. yeah, I, I had no idea why you were going to say that that one stood <laughs> out to you, but it, this makes so much more sense now. 
Exactly. Yeah. So that was super fun because like the commercial came on and I was like, wait a second. Like, Hold I've been, like I was just there. Did yeah. you text Rachel like right away? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because she actually she stopped watching the Super Bowl um, to watch uh, Infinity War or maybe Endgame. I think. Okay. Yeah. She's been I watched going Endgame through some of the semi recently, like a week or yeah, two that's, ago. Yeah. I, I told her that. Yeah. So like she's been going through the Marvel movies, getting to the end of them. Um, and yeah, it's like, I was like, Hey, like go check out this commercial if you are, yeah. aren't watching it. Cause, cause we were almost there. So <laughs> heck yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I can't imagine though how funny it would have been. Like, cause when we drove up again, it's like in the middle of like four <laughs> cornfields that are yeah. like all around and not drive like, up, see this like little cornfields. No, yeah. <laughs> right. To drive up. Uh huh. And be like, Oh, wait a second. Like, we're just here to take pictures. Like no yeah. other tourists were there when we showed up or anything, you know, tourists. Like, <laughs> so, or it's it would a real have been hot tourist spot from what I it, hear. Exactly. Yeah. But like, how funny would it have been if they would have pulled up and then just oh. Rachel and I are there hanging out, taking yeah. pics. <laughs> that could have been cool too. That could have Almost. Been cool too. Yeah. I like so it. that's, that's maybe the closest I've ever gotten to a Super Bowl commercial that I know of at least. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, how else did you feel about the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, you said it was kind of a lackluster letdown of a little bit. Like, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on Super Bowl or commercials or anything? Like, I, I don't no, have just, a lot to say. Yeah. I mean, I don't either. Like, I was kind of bummed about it. Like, the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure is, this is kind of a fact of the week thing because I've said it, like, I've always known it to be true, but I've said it and people have been like, really? Like, the Super Bowl, I believe, is the biggest, like, food shopping day in the country it was like, crazy at my year it's crazy yeah. we went grocery and shopping. I, i'm pretty stupid. sure that it's like super bowl thanksgiving christmas are like the top three and like yeah. fact of the week because i guess i don't know for sure because some yeah. people were like really and i'm like yeah like i would believe me? that yeah yeah like i, I might too, throw fourth so. of july and new year's eve in there somewhere in that top mm-hmm. five but yeah i, I mean definitely it's, think super bowl is it's weird like all those other things are holidays and the super bowl is just like some uh, game that a lot of yeah. people don't even care about but it's it has been built into this like marketing, you know, like event. Basically, people are getting <laughs> marketed to Evan, and they know they sure it. are. They yeah, tune into last tune into last week's <laughs> podcast. They well, yeah, people like tune in for the marketing. I don't know, like yeah. the Super Bowl has it down. Like they're like, oh, how are they going to get me this this yeah. year? Like, yeah. I mean, pretty much everything about it was a letdown for me. Halftime show mm-hmm. letdown. The game itself, it's, it was letdown. so bad. Like, yeah, the game itself was was mediocre. I, I I wish the Packers were in it. Like they weren't, so I didn't really have any skin in the game. Um, but then, yeah, I forgot. Like the halftime show was so plain and just mediocre. Like it, usually, there's always like a special guest or something, like yeah. somebody fancy. And I almost got sick weekend, watching like, him do that thing in like the gold walls. Like I was like, this is terrible. Like, a lot of people did. Yeah, when it was like the selfie cam type of thing yeah. and him like running through. Yeah, so. I don't know, good. just kind of a weird, not very memorable, mediocre Super Bowl. But if you remember from last year, better than my my last year Super Bowl um, experience. So <laughs> I, I don't remember. Remind last year me. was the first year I had ever watched the Super Bowl alone because all of my like um, there was plans to watch the Super Bowl like at the apartment, and I like I think the game started at like six or something, and it, like I went downstairs at like five thirty, and I was like like texted my roommates who I was already on like very rocky terms with. And I was like, Hey, did you guys forget what time the Super Bowl is? And they were like, Oh, you're now invited to so-and-so's house for our Super Bowl party. I'm like, yeah, right. I think I literally texted them like, what a joke. <laughs> and I watched the Super Bowl alone. <laughs> so, I would have done the same thing. I would yep. have done the same thing for sure. And it was great. Yeah. So Rachel watched it alone this year. She got to hang out with her puppy. Um, nice. That's not alone if out. you have a dog. I know. That's Dogs Yeah. I was great. like, you have, you have Zoe, your, your wonderful, hilarious little puppy yeah. and a bunch of snacks. And she turned it into a Marvel movie, you know, watching experience. Heck yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not to go down this tangent too much, but Lauren and I were talking about puppies uh, recently because, like, I would say that, like, we both definitely want a dog. However, we realize with our current work schedule, it wouldn't be ideal right. for having a puppy. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. No, that was a terrible cough. <laughs> um, but so we've been talking about that because, like, I love dogs, first of all. And we mm-hmm. have a neighbor dog who, like, I see running around sometimes, and we got to meet him last week. His name is Rocco. <laughs> and he's he's a, a multi-poo, so he's a Maltese and a poodle mixed, and he's a miniature mm. one. So he's, he only weighs four pounds, 
and wow. he'll only grow to be eight pounds and he's the most cute little dog i've ever seen like <laughs> and his name feels like he should be big and bad but he's like tiny and cute and so yeah. whenever i see him run around like i watched him jump in the snow last week and mm-hmm. it was above his head <laughs> i thought it was so funny but like having a dog just like i don't know did you grow up with pets because like that's part of it for me did you grow up other than not, cats don't count did you grow up with pets Cats 100% count. And yes, I've always had multiple cats, multiple dogs. Okay. Like, I, I mean, yeah, like literally between like two households, I have had pets at both okay. households like all the time. Yeah. So Because pets just bring like such a level of, of just joy because like they're so cute and like fun mm-hmm. to play with. And like, I just like them being there. Like, it's just like a little companion, man's best friend. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so it's been weird because I haven't, my parents haven't had a dog for probably four or five years now and like so i haven't had a dog for that long either and lauren's parents have a dog named cooper and he's cute and it's fun to play with cooper but it's very different than like having your own dog who's always around and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just one of those things where like i think when we move somewhere where we have less of a commute and we're home Mm -hmm. more then we'll get a dog but like right now it's just not feasible based on like schedules because i i wouldn't want to do that to a puppy yeah, no, and and I think that's why you know cats are like better than dogs in some some regard. Because <laughs> okay, I am like a people are like, oh, are you a cat or dog person? Um, a hundred percent both. Like if not more. You're like a if cog. I could be. I, no, I wouldn't say that, and I wouldn't say I'm a dat. Dat <laughs> sounds better than cog, though. Um, if we're sure. while we're we're thinking about it. But anyways, like yeah, I I have had the same thought like. Living at my apartment, I would never even think about both here and when I was like, you know, in undergrad in Bloomington yeah. would have never gotten a pet like because I wouldn't want to do that to the pet. You know, like yeah. if it were a cat, like two rooms to run around in and like I can't it's let them outside. And, no, like, yeah. There's no yard or anything. Yeah. And then like That's here, the you know, I, I guess a cat could maybe work out here since it's like a little bit more of an open space instead of like a weird three story kind of setup with like a yeah. common room in the bottom. But still it's like, I, you know, I don't know. Like I wouldn't want to do that. Like, and a lot of other people around me have pets. Like we had neighbors that had pets. Like my roommate's girlfriend had mm-hmm. a puppy, like Scooby. Scooby. Who I'm sure we, yeah, we may have little French bulldog, absolute, um, you know, chonkster and like little <laughs> stud muffin. <laughs> yeah. A little stud. He ran the town. Um, but then like, that was one where he would come over a lot and it's like, Oh yeah. sweet. Like we get the benefits of getting to play with the puppy or whatever. Yeah. But then like, you don't have to deal with sort of the negatives of like, got to let it out and like, got to make sure it's fed it. and yeah, pay for it. Like and rent at the, uh, in Bloomington was just like an, I think an extra 50 bucks a month on top of like a $200 pet deposit. Like yeah. stupid. Like, no, thank you. I like animals, but not, for, not, not for, for 50 that bucks like, a month. Yeah. Plus every, food and right. Exactly. Every, and... every single animal that we've ever had, um, for me growing up other than a pet rabbit that we had and then a pet snake that I have still currently has been, um, like a rescue animal, I like a free a pet animal. Yeah. <laughs> What's its name? Uh, Arbiter. Arbiter. Like Halo. Yep. It's, it's it. great. How look, old look is Arbiter? I've had Arbiter since I want to say, I don't know, juniorish year in high school, maybe, okay. maybe a little bit before How that. How long even. is he now? Mm, I don't know, two little two and a half maybe feet. Okay, that's like that. not terrifying. I for some reason I thought he was like six or seven feet long. No, uh, uh-uh. and I like Arbiter, like I don't know. I at some point soon ish or before I like move again, probably I will sell or get rid of Arbiter. Aww. You know, hi- hide it in Josh's closet or something. Uh, if you do that, uh, <laughs> Arbiter will be dead. I'm so sorry. You I, see I that axe know. right there? Like you that might. will meet Arbiter. <laughs> You you might you might get the the worst end of that. Um, just kidding. He's great. Um, and super super easy. Like I I mean I don't know. But also it's not like you have like a connection with like a pet snake. Um, yeah. anyways, it's different. Like, yeah, different. Like I I think that I don't even know where I was right before the. You were talking the about that they were all shelter pets. Oh yeah. So it's like animals are like you know free, but then like always not free like they you know need shots and like food and litter (laughs) for sure like yeah so that's always always interesting um but i like being our age as much as fun as it would be and there's so many benefits as there are to like get a puppy or something like i could not like rachel's in a great situation where she's like at home and like as you know her parents and her and like it's you know it's her puppy yeah and like especially now 
like she's doing the the lion share or the puppy share <laughs> of like the walking and taking care yeah. of her um but like there's still other people there that can give you know give her attention and like let her out yeah. and things like yeah. that whereas like if it's just on you and you have like work and other things it's a yeah. lot so which i think like that's probably one of like the worst parts of being around this age is like the lack of continuity if that mm-hmm. makes sense like i don't know where lauren and i are gonna live come like august when our lease is up like we might live mm-hmm. here again but we might live in grand rapids we might live by detroit we might live by fort wayne we might live by indianapolis like it will probably be one of those <laughs> but like which one of those i do not right. know and that's like yeah. a very broad range to like mm-hmm. think about and so like the lack of thinking about like okay what does the future look like and like the unknown is i i feel like for me one of the worst parts especially because like i'm a big time planner like that's my thing like i love to think about like a plan and a scheme and like it's very hard to like plan (laughs) past a certain point when there's Mm -hmm. unknowns like that which is like probably one of the biggest unknowns like there are some things that are like very concrete like i know that lauren and i will live somewhere and we will work somewhere but like mm-hmm. where that is and where those workplaces are <laughs> i do not know right and also you know to, to play devil's advocate and also make you sweat a little bit you think you know that you oh, never know like, yeah we might get a box i don't know yeah i have to you, move I back mean, in with some with one of our sets of parents yeah, like you, i don't you know you might get a you might get a box you might you know every job ever might just shut down, you know, and you might not have one. Like (laughs) COVID, like let's be honest. But I I don't know. I I would agree. Like now is such a time of transition and like, it's supposed to be, you know, it's like, Oh, you're going to go out into the world and like get started. Or it's like, like, I don't know. It very rarely is, you know, the stereotypical, like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm going to hit 16 and then start working at the family business and then take it over at, you know, 25 when my dad retires at 60 and it's like that, that doesn't happen anymore. Like that's just, it does for some people and like, heck good for those people. Like as long as they're happy, like Mm -hmm. that goes into a completely other topic that I want to like save for later about (laughs) like doing what you love versus like doing something that like makes you unhappy, but you make a lot of money doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, I, it's so difficult to kind of think about some of those things because of that reason. Like you think about, okay, like at this phase in life, like what should I be doing? And like, am I doing that thing? Or like, am I like, and it's difficult because of the unknowns to me, mm-hmm. like for me, not being able to like think past a certain point. I yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's why I just don't think about it. So like that's, <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's half I mean, like. I have general thoughts of it, but also like my situation's different than yours where it's like, I have, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess at some point the plan is to probably work in sports considering it was my undergrad and now I'm, you know, working there now getting experience and then throwing a ball. Yeah. Even even though Josh thinks, you know, my, my career is, is unworthy to him. No, no, no. (laughs) Your career is completely worthy. Fine. You know what? I'm just going to skip the topic I was thinking about and we're going (laughs) to do a quick shift. And go into Are the topic we? that now we're diving into already about <laughs> doing what you want, like what makes you happy versus doing like something that makes you unhappy, but like makes you a uh-huh. living. Like, I think like you bring up a very good point because like that's something that I have a deep level of admiration for you for doing is like you're very much <laughs> chasing, you're very much chasing like what you want to do and like you're not wor- like. To me, you might have all these internal insecurities about the future and stuff like that. Like everybody probably does, but like from the outside, it's like, okay, Evan's out there, like trying to make a career in sports. Like he's doing whatever it takes to get there. Like he wasn't willing to take a job and do something he didn't want to do during like the COVID times because he knew that he was going to have something come up that would help him get to the place he wants to be versus like, okay, taking this job at like, a factory and working a nine to five for like the rest of your life. Like, so I have an, a, a level of admiration <laughs> for you for doing that. Well, um, I, I appreciate it. Cause I, I, I laughed when you first started it. Like I, you know, Evan, I could never take a low paying job that, you know, is just some dudes throwing balls around, but I, I admire you doing it, which is obviously not what you meant, but it was funny no, to me. That's not what um, I was trying to say at all. Like, 
<laughs> I, I admire you chasing like what you want. Like yeah. I, it wouldn't matter what you were doing. Like, let's say you wanted to be a chef and you were like going to cook school or wherever culinary school that's where <laughs> chefs go uh you were going to culinary school like i would have that same level of admiration for you because it's like that's something very different than like the typical person like as what you're doing now is to me very different than what the typical person is able to go do and like able to convince themselves to do Oh, thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. I don't old, know if that's admir- like a compliment either. No, admirable Evan, they call to me. Be. <laughs> no, I, I, I know Those what you are mean. supposed to be but compliments, like, but I'm pretty sure they didn't sound like it. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's weird because, like, it's not something, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess I kind of did that, but more so, it's like I'm in the same boat as everybody where it's it's not like my major, like, it's still my major, you know, so any kid that yeah. also decided to go... <clears throat> you know, for business, like, even though that's more traditional or something like, and not get a job and have to wait to do a business job instead of like, you know, just taking the first thing available. Like sometimes that's, that's not an option. Like anybody else can be in the same thing. It's just for me, it's weird. Cause you know, sports is more like entertainment and leisure and yeah. kind of like a, not, you know, not a dream job necessarily, but it is kind of one of those like fun, like alternate, you know, or like, I don't know, not alternative, but not like a nine to five type of I'm going to sit in an office type of job. Yeah, I it's think not it's maybe a typical the, yeah. job. And I think like that's why I have that level of admiration for you doing that versus like a level. I don't have that level of admiration for those other people who you were just describing <laughs> in the typical business world. Like I just don't because it's it's very stereotypical. It's what people that's what people do. Like whereas you're doing something that's very like off the beaten path from a typical individual by, by chasing something in the sports world, which I I think is really cool. Yeah. No, I mean, maybe like, maybe I'm not in a good position to, um, like appreciate that just because like other people around me, like everyone else in my major, you know, it's not like I'm doing anything. You're surrounded by it every day. Super off the wall. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. It is weird, but at the same time, it's, it's great. Like I can, wake up and fall down the stairs and go into work after, you know, a little bit of a brunch instead of yeah. like <laughs> yeah. at, at, at nine or something or at eight. But then also like I work Saturdays and Sundays and like Friday nights and Thursday, like, you know, yeah. work a bunch of nights and sports are weird hours. But also my job is to go like watch people play sports and then write about people who play sports. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it is weird. And I, I don't know if like, anything that I've done has been super admirable. Like it's been such a weird situation with COVID and stuff, but I mean, I definitely could have like just started working anywhere, you know, for like for money. People were still hiring. Like, yeah, even though there was less jobs out there, like you could have walked into a factory and made Mm -hmm. money. Like you you could have Amazon was hiring extra. Like I could have, you know, you could have worked a warehouse, like Penn station, like (laughs) made some Sammy's. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Get that, you know, employee free sandwiches that I love so much. Um, man, I could go for some Penn station right now, (laughs) but but anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, it's, it is weird. It is interesting, but yeah, like I guess it's what I like to do because it's what I'm doing. It's kind of my thing. Like I, I don't have any sort of, I mean, I guess, okay. Like I don't have any sort of career expectations. I was going to say aspirations, which that's not necessarily true, (laughs) but like, like I would be fine doing anything for the most part, as long as I'm like, living a you know good life that i'm enjoying otherwise like okay so here yeah you bring up a good point and i i brought this question up to you before the podcast because i I asked lauren this question let's lay it out there officially and then like give our answers probably i was gonna say because you just like kind of hit on something that like makes me question which way you're gonna go Mm -hmm. so like the question i posed to lauren today in i'm painting with broad strokes here for the question was if you could make fifty thousand dollars per year and only like your income goes up with inflation, like no big raises, no big bonuses, nothing like that. But you loved what you do and you were happy. Like that's that's option one. Option two is you make $150,000 per year and your income goes up, you get like big raises, big bonuses, stuff like that. And you don't like your job very much at all. Like it's not very fulfilling to you, but the income is great. and you're able to use that income to live a happy life outside of work. Which option are you picking? <clears throat> See, for me, 
I like I could go either way because I don't know that I like I don't know like I feel like what I do I guess I like it like it's I don't know if it's like my you know my passion or whatever like mm-hmm. like it's what I'm good at like I'm good at sports I know sports like yeah I can you know I can write about stuff like like it's what I'm good at and I do like I am like a sports fan so on one hand like that I would be fine with less money with a job that I like that gives me the flexibility to sort of also have a good outside of work life but then at the same time like I think I would be fine in the other situation too like depending on how things were I think the the important part is like the outside of work part to me um and like having you know enough free time and like time to do what I want and like feeling like it's I don't know like I have time basically to do what I want and also not worrying about like the money side. So I like, I don't have a good grasp of like how much like $50,000 would, you know, would get me versus a hundred thousand dollars, like, or 150. Like, I feel like I would be okay. Like overall, like I, you know, yeah, I, I wouldn't live in Fayette, Iowa probably, but I'm not making <laughs> $50,000, you know, a year. So like, yeah, I, I feel like I would be a okay in the first situation. But if I needed the more money to then do like the happy life side of it, then I'd probably do the the other one. So I, I think it just kind of depends. You just like, did the ultimate cop out. Are you a politician, young man? <laughs> like, pick one. I, I think, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd probably do the first one because okay. I think I would be fine with $50,000 like a year. I don't need more than that, you know, like, yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know. I, like, yeah, I, I don't live a very highfalutin like, lifestyle. And then also like, as long as I was happy, it'd be fine. You know? So yeah. The the reason that I picked 50,000, like, and maybe it might be difficult for you to kind of like wrap your head around that. Cause like mm-hmm. you haven't had to deal with like that side of things yet, which don't deal with it for as long <laughs> as you can. Uh, but the reason I picked 50,000 was because like they say, like according to one study and this could be way off. This is this should be a fact of the week because of the statistic. Okay. Um, but money does in fact make people happier to a point. And it makes people happier up until earning $75,000 and then it's diminishing after that. Like it actually goes down. Happiness does. Interesting. So like that's why I picked 50,000 was because it's not like the peak level of happiness on money. Mm-hmm. And that was why I picked 150 was cuz it's like pretty far past 75. Yeah. Um and that like i honestly kind of thought you were gonna pick the 150 and like being completely happy out of work and not really liking your job so much based on like how you were describing it before i posed the question about like "Eh, it doesn't really matter like i just like (laughs) want to live happy outside of work like Mm -hmm. all that stuff like i've come to realize like how much of a role like work does play in your life like Mm -hmm. if you're miserable or dislike your job or what you do for a living or like don't like not even miserable but like if you just don't enjoy it or find it fulfilling Mm -hmm. like that makes life in my opinion like it can make life very difficult because like that is uh if there's eight hours in a work day that's one third of your day and then you sleep for eight hours a day that's the there's another third so we've (laughs) only got another third remaining and like that other third is used for like is that like supposed to fit in all your happiness and, and eating yeah. and like exactly <laughs> like so if if one third of your day is all like that can be happy and that's like if you're able to like only spend eight hours like in total for work things like no commute no anything and mm-hmm. like also you're able to turn on and off your work brain right when you get to work and right <laughs> when you leave work right so like those are all big ifs so like I've come to realize how important it is to like have a career that's fulfilling to you that you kind of, you really enjoy. And like, that's where I'm trying to figure out like what the right amount of money to make is, which is like a stupid question. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, cause like it's, that's, that's the difficult part for me, like wrapping my head around that question. Cause it's like, okay, if I knew that 50,000 was like enough to live a happy life, like, and not have to worry about money, like if that's enough, like, no, you're not going to be able to go out and buy a Ferrari off of making 50,000, <laughs> but like you also could be content with your life and like not find your happiness in money. Like if in fact, like it d- does start getting less happy after 75,000, like, <laughs> 
I don't know. It, yeah. That's just so difficult. And I think like looking at the the country and like looking at people who make a hundred thousand plus and stuff like that, like if they're within like this, this wage range of like a family income of like, let's say 85,000 to like 150 or 200,000, like a lot of those people in that category still end up with like having a lot of debt and like letting money kind of like run their life in a lot of ways mm-hmm. because of that debt and stuff. So it's like, I don't know. There's there's a lot to be thought thought about in terms of that question, but I think I would pick the first one as well, like the fifty thousand and being happy with the job and happy outside of work. Right. But like the question is like, with fifty thousand, can you be happy? Yeah, and I I like was just gonna say that like I think it is we're super privileged to even be able to consider the first option, right? Where it's like for oh, sure fifty like k would be enough. Where like for you and I, you know like for me in the middle of Fayette, I would be a high freaking roller. Like for my 300 oh, yeah. bucks of rent, including utilities and all that stuff a month, like <laughs> you might have a Ferrari actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I could buy the, buy the whole, the whole place if I wanted to, <laughs> like, like I would be rolling in it. But then like, yeah. you know, if, if we lived in LA or New York or something like yeah, that you might, or, or maybe the numbers would like, be different, different with this question. Right. And the numbers would be different, but some people like they don't have the luxury of like, Oh, I'm going to work, you know, where I want to. And like, what makes me happy? It's like, I have a family to support or like, you know, bills to pay or whatever, like yep. debt to pay. Like exactly. I have to work for as much money as possible, even if my happiness is like going way, way down um, yeah. because of it. So I think that I think, you, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. So I, I think that is probably what I would, would want more than anything is like the, the option or the not having to worry about it where it's like yeah. 50,000, you know, great. Like I, I don't have any yeah. major medical bills or, you know, like yeah. in, debt to pay or anything yeah. like that. Like, and I, I think, think like, we've talked about before where, like I maybe not on the podcast where it's like like I am okay with having very little money after paying off student loans because it's like then that means that like I'm yeah. you know I'm out from under everything like I don't exactly. then have to like it doesn't matter at that right point. I don't have to keep working you know like any little yeah. as long as I can pay for food and a you know a house or a bed to sleep in like yeah <laughs> like we're we're a okay so yeah absolutely what what did you say just a minute ago like step back in time because i i had a thought and then i completely did, forgot it kept going well so no, like i was talking good. about just like our privilege of being able to make the decision of yeah yeah like okay, yeah. perfect uh <laughs> that like that made me think like the numbers for the question should be arbitrary like sure it, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't even i shouldn't have even thrown numbers on the question it should have just been like if you have a job and the ability to have like enough money to be happy and you love your job Mm -hmm. but not like a ton of excess money or you have a ton of excess money and you dislike your job but you're happy outside of work Mm -hmm. like that should that probably should have been the question so the way that you're saying it too like are you not happy outside of work in the first scenario? No, you're, you're very happy outside of work and very happy with work. Like you love work and you're happy outside of work and you don't have to worry about money in s- scenario one. Like and you're yeah, not... that, that seems like, like the no brainer every time. Cause I, I feel like the, the more but you can't live question... like a lavish lifestyle. You can't like go do, well, like, but you already vacations. said, you already said you're happy. So if that's yeah. not how you live, then you don't need that. Like, and if you need yeah. that to be happy, then then yeah, you have to choose the other or you the would, one word. no, you would still choose the first one. Like no uh, matter what, see, the first you one have is to always throw, the option. That's why you have to throw the numbers on it because like, well, they, right. they constrain you that way. Cause yeah. like, and if I, I don't it, throw on numbers, they're like, well, yeah, of course I'd pick the first one. I'd make $150,000 and <laughs> I would be able to go on two European vacations every year and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah. So I, I think like the numbers or you have to have like a, like they have to be one option has to like have a con of the other. Like the, the current scenario is like the first option is pretty much perfect. And the section op- the second option has like a slightly better one part, but a way worse other part. So it's like, well, I guess eh, like, like <laughs> the downside to option one is like money is slightly tighter. Yeah. So like, like if that money might be... is slightly tighter, mm-hmm. but you're happy with your job and you're happy with your life outside versus money is not tight and you hate your job, but you're happy outside of work. Like maybe that's how I should have worded it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause like I, I would still go with the first one, like give me that tight money. But then also yeah. like, like, I don't know. Like I could, 
depending on how the numbers work out, like I would put up with a little bit of annoyance at work if it meant like a lot more extra money, you know, but like if it, if yeah. it wasn't worth it, then I wouldn't I'd be, you know, if it was like eight hours of, of the worst day of my life, every single day that I go into work, yeah. then I probably wouldn't, wouldn't be down for that. But Which I think like the question for you would be like, and maybe I'm throwing out the wrong jobs here, but like option one is you working in sports, like doing something you really enjoy with sports, making mm-hmm. like a fine income where you're not having a ton of money left over. Um, but you you love your job and you love your life outside of work. Option B would be like, okay, you gave up on sports altogether. You went into some kind of middle management job at some, I don't know, a uh, business of some kind that yeah, sells. Yeah, the life something. is funny incorporated or something. Sure, so, <laughs> yeah. but some like middle management job where you make like pretty dang good money, but you definitely hate your job because it's just terrible to go to work every day and like deal with those people. Mm -hmm. But then you go home and like you're happy again because you don't have to deal with those people, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. That, that maybe that would be the better question. Like thinking about it in those ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't know. Like I am like, it seems like it's always the first one for you. Like for me, it still seems like it's the first one, but also like not because of like, oh, I'm going to love my job. It just feels like, like a duh, like no brainer type of thing where it's like, you know, it, yeah, I, so I, I feel but, like once I get into the workforce, like, and yeah. it becomes more real of a situation, like then, you know, I, I don't know, things yeah. would become more clear and stuff like that. But which I guess, yeah, like, I, looking at where I'm at now, it's like, yeah, easily. To, like, <laughs> yeah, and like talking about it, it feels like a duh for me mm-hmm. as well. But then, like, I think the reason that it's not a duh as as quickly for me, like when I think about it in a real world application, is because like. I've always like felt like I had this expectation from people where I had to be like a high income earner hmm. mm-hmm. and like, I don't know why that I feel that way. Cause it's probably not true at all. Like other people <laughs> do not probably feel like I need to be a high income earner, but like I have felt like other people believe I should be that. And so then like, I feel like I should be that to like live up to those expectations, which I know like that's completely stupid. Yeah. But like, and I know but, that, but, but I, like but that's know, what makes it yeah. difficult. No, I, I know what you're saying. Like there is a societal expectation too, of just like, if you are, are a successful person, you're, you know, you're making a lot of money, which yeah. isn't necessarily true. Like, first of all, you can be super successful and be like absolutely strapped for cash and have no money. But then yeah. also like, people define success differently and like there's so many yeah. things but also josh again 99 jokingly but like if you need someone like just do morse code or blink a couple times if like lauren has these expectations of you and won't let you watch sports no. and you need you know you need some help like just let me <laughs> no it's kind of the opposite of that actually no i i but know exactly thankfully. what you mean but <laughs> again totally jokingly but i, I think yes. there is even an internal pressure of that where it's like yeah am I making as much as I could or like, am I doing as much as I like, as I could, am I living up to whatever? And I think for me, like, I don't know. Yeah. I've always had like these like aspirations that other people have sort of had for me. Like, Oh, Evan, you know, you're great. Like you're really going to do something. It's like, yeah, I probably, but also maybe who knows? I'm not going to be, you know, what is it like McDonald's or president? I feel like are like, (laughs) like the, the two things. And that's like, yeah, not that shouldn't be the, the bar. Like, you can work at McDonald's and be perfectly happy and you can be successful as president and be a complete idiot and jerk and not be happy at all. <laughs> and have a weird spray tan and take exactly. care. Like you could have all those things. Yeah. So I think it, I don't know, like the, the societal expectations for money and earning are, are super, super, super subjective. And yeah. it doesn't seem like it, you know, again, like it can matter where you live. Like, for you, you know, in Michigan versus me right now in the middle of Iowa or like yeah, me yeah, back home sure. or if, in LA, like all these different things are, yeah. you know, factors that nobody really looks at when you just break it down to like, you know, this option or this option, like success yeah. or failure. It's like, there's yeah. a middle ground. And also like, it's, it, it also goes up and down too. Like, you know, your bar graph For of sure. like happy life maybe up in here and then like happy work life here. And it's like, you can, can be meet in the up here or way over here or way, you know, yeah. down. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. And I think like, that's why I try to come up with like, what's the right amount of money to make? Like, mm-hmm. like what's the right amount of money that like would equal like 
maximum happiness in terms of like not having to worry about money. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause like once you're at that point and like, if you can find something that you love to do that fits at that point, it's not like excess money. Like that makes you this, like live this lavish lifestyle or whatever. Like that's where you want to be. Like in my mm -hmm. opinion, and so it's like finding a way to make the right amount of money, whatever that arbitrary number is based <laughs> on where you're at or what you do or mm -hmm. what your lifestyle that you want is like wherever that is finding that and then finding a way to like make what you do get to that like what you love to do get to that point of income yeah like i think i that, think you're great yeah i i do think that may even be the mo the more important thing there is like like you can be happy no matter how much money you make right like i think oh, yeah. it, it would be silly to say like oh i am really into yachting and i make thirty five thousand dollars a year you know like something like that where it's like yeah you may want to like buy a remote control yacht or something yeah, like that. Buy the yachting <laughs> magazine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. Like you can live happily no matter how much money you have. And short, like there are some societal things of like paying for food, paying for housing. Like those, those aren't prices that you can necessarily influence, you know, yourself. Again, you can not go out to eat and stuff like that. But I, I do think like that is where I fall where it's like, no matter how much money I have, like, I'll figure out a way to make it work. Like, I came to Iowa yeah. with, like, I was like, I need three things. I need, like, my TV, my Xbox, and, like, my gaming chair and, like, yeah. a bed or whatever. And, like, I haven't even used my chair yet. I still don't have a desk. <laughs> but it's like, I have a bed, I have a TV, yeah. and, like, I have my laptop. And that's, that's like, what I yeah. what I need. Like, I'm, I'm A-okay. And, yeah. like, anything else is, is, is bonus, you know, bonus stuff on top. So, and I, I think know, like, it's weird. That <laughs> hits on an important part that, like, could and probably should be a podcast in and of itself like what is success to you like what does that mm -hmm. look like at this like phase in your life because i assume that like it changes at every phase of life like what sure, success yeah. looks like if you had asked mm -hmm. me two years ago like it would have looked very different than what yeah, i would say today. it would have been graduating college or you know like getting yeah. married or so, like i don't know yeah, like, like smaller well, goals I, of success i guess maybe, you would probably, i meant like what does a no, successful right. life yeah. look like okay like what is like what does success in life look like as well as like what would a happy life look like like hmm. what what do you need to be happy mm -hmm. like see that like those are two questions that i think about like a lot because it's like i want to cut out the stuff that is unimportant and doesn't matter to me like it doesn't bring me happiness and it doesn't make it doesn't feel like it's leading to like my view of success and then mm -hmm. i also want to cut out the things that make me unhappy mm -hmm. like i don't know yeah, Those I don't are know. very broad strokes. Well, yeah, because see, I, I think I would even have a different definition. So write that down as a topic idea. We'll have okay. to talk about that at some point. Because, yeah, like, I for for example, my, my teaser for that conversation is I don't like the idea of having to separate success and happiness. Like, I think they can be one and the same. So, hmm. Food for thought, a topic we'll talk about in the future. But for now, maybe we're, happiness we're hitting breeds our success yeah. or success breeds happiness. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, anything else you'd like to say this week, sir? Um, I don't think so. We hit people with a fact of the week. Um, yeah, we hit people probably. with a sticking it to the man early. Like, yeah, yeah a couple did. possible fact of the week things. Yeah, I brought up. Oh, my one other thing that it really doesn't matter, but I wrote it down is that like I am a big fan of full fat ranch. You've talked about that in the past. <laughs> <laughs> my mom sent me kind of as like a joke thing, but she sent me with like a big like family size bottle of yeah. name brand Hidden Valley Ranch, like not Kroger <sighs> Light Ranch, which is what I usually get in life. Yeah, it's a big I, game changer, isn't it? Well, it was a game changer, but I ate some carrots today for a snack before the podcast. Yeah. And whew, I could have <laughs> just, the, the carrots were my ranch delivery system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then the question now is when you go to the store and the fat free Kroger brand is sitting next <laughs> to the Hidden Valley Ranch, which one are you going to buy? I'm still buying the light ranch versus the, 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 I don't know, the full fat name brand because to me, it still tastes fine. But like, let me tell you, I could yeah. like, I, if I got like hooked on it there, there'd be no turning back. So that's, <laughs> that's the only reason why I would keep buying the light ranch because if not, like I, it wouldn't be the same. Like drinking it by the bottle Evan's exactly. got a stroll in his full fat ranch, mm -hmm, yep. <laughs> whatever you do, never buy fat free ranch. No, I know. I've said that That's, on the podcast before. Fat-free ranch. And I will continue to say it. I will is continue to say it. Absolute garbage. Light ranch, 
pretty solid. That's my yeah. go-to. Gets the job done. Yeah, That's full fat, full what I fat ranch. As as Josh has said in the past, he's a full mm-hmm. fat kind of guy when yep. it comes to ranch. Um, obviously, you know, I I brought it up, so made my yep. carrots pretty darn tasty. <laughs> Heck yeah! Well. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And hopefully everybody goes and buys themselves some full fat ranch this week. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. If you want to. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Don't do it if you don't want to. It's fine. Nope. If you want to go buy sponsored. a fat free ranch, like we'll just make fun of you, but that's fine. Yeah. We're um, not sponsored yet by fat or full fat ranch. We'd love to be. Um, that's so we know. should definitely invent a ranch company called full, full fat, fat ranch. ranch. <laughs> I like it. Nobody out there can steal that. That's our thing. Registered trademark, RIP. So, yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us this week on the podcast. Hopefully, you did some deep thinking with us this week and uh, thought about the Super Bowl as well, or whatever that means to you. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Life is Funny podcast, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye, everybody. See ya.